Welcome back to Hope to Healing. This is your host, Toy the Great with two T's. Welcome back. Now, originally, I did have plans to do it on video, but the video is giving me a hard time, so I'm back to this for a little while until I figure out the video thing. So, yeah, I'm going to give you our visuals this year. And I'm still going to give you our visuals, but it's probably going to be like a few episodes in. I'm going to give you our visuals, okay? So I already discussed this topic on video, but I'm gonna discuss it here on audio. Um, the topic is grief and growth, and I think that I've been seeing a whole bunch of posts about grief and growth before. Even when I recorded this, you know, I'm seeing posts about grief and growth, but I see it more now, and a lot of people are grieving, grieving about things we don't know about. Um, I feel like everybody at some point in time goes through grief. I mean, it don't necessarily have to be a death of a loved one, but it can be um, something from your past that really gets to you, you know. So in this sense, we're going to use grieving as a way to get over your past. Um, It's important to grieve because grieving can lead to growth. A lot of people, you know, process grief and and it leads them to grow but some people stay to where whatever happened to them is um i been through a lot of things and more than just the strokes and stuff i've been through a whole bunch of things that i have yet to grieve over well, I'm not going to say I have yet to grieve over, but I'm grieving over now. And I have to grow. And in order for me to grow, I have to grieve. I have to trust my process. And that's what I'm learning to do. I'm learning to trust my process. And understand that not only does things happen for a reason, sometimes things happen for a reason. But sometimes things just happen. And to and not to use my grief in a negative way because I can grow negatively, you know? And not in a positive light. Positivity is I guess one of the best things that, that happens because now I'm using everything is a positive a positive way. I'm in a positive way. Cause I have a positive outlook now. You know, really, what is grief defined as? Um, and one, what is causing my grief and what is causing your grief? Um, one, I want to define what grief is. And then we're going to get into the five stages of grief. And then we're going to get into what's causing your grief. And then I want to ask you guys. What's causing your grief? And are you grieving? Are you trusting the process? I know things may be hurting you right now. Or even recently, some people recently are going through grief. So are you trusting your process? Are you able to get through some of these things? If you're not, you know, it's five stages of grief. It's okay. 
But at some point in time, you, you you have to realize that you have to go through grief, that you have to trust your process, and that you have to give yourself time to grow. But I'll get into that later on. All right, so what is grief? Grief is usually an act someone person does after someone passes away. Someone close to them, someone important to them, passes away. A grown pain and agony for what and who was important in our lives. Old relationships, people, family, friends. But every ship has to sell. It must sell. It has its time and its place. Grief is not always about who you lost. It's about what you lost. Grief, grief will stop you if you let it. If you allow it to, to, to stop growing you, it, it will. But I'm learning to trust the process. You have to grow through, through, through grief. Grief can bring growth. It can flourish. It can make you be something amazing. Something amazing can come out of grief. It's beauty and grief. Something amazing can come out of grief. Something amazing can come out of your pain, I guess. Something amazing, something beautiful can come out of it. Why do you think uh, celebrities make the best music when they're going through things? They make beautiful music because the pain. You can feel everything that they're going through. But you have to trust the process when you're going through it. And though I may not understand half of the time, I'm grateful because there's beauty and grief, and I'm just now learning that. There's beauty and grief and so much pain. We've been in so much pain, we don't even look at the bigger picture. But it's really beautiful. Our pains of our past, this was what a lot of times be stopping us. And we have to give ourselves time to grieve. Just like people keep moving on to different relationships. So we have to give ourselves time to grieve from the last relationship that we left. We have to give ourselves time. And there's five stages to grief um, that I want to talk about you know, five stages. And we can resonate with this so much. We can use grief not only as not only in death, but we can use it for our lives. Like we have to grieve. We have to go through certain things. We have to heal from certain things. It's important that we heal and it's important that we grieve. Grieving is a part of growth. Grieving and growth is a part of our process and we have to trust it. We have to trust every bit of our process. So, there are five stages to grief, and let's go. Uh, number one, denial. Um, as people, we... 
we deny we deny what happens or we deny or we make alternate realities of what really happened. Denial is one that I know, well, since I'm grieving, that is the first step. And that's what I know well. You know, I denied everything that I've been through. So I know, I know well. Two, anger. Anger is when the individual recognizes that the now cannot continue. They become frustrated, especially at the proximate individuals. Why me? It's not fair. How can this happen? So you're in denial. Then you get angry when you finally realize that you cannot be in denial anymore. You cannot be in denial anymore. So now here comes anger. I know this I know these all too well. Anger, then denial. So it's barking. It's a third stage that that involves the hope that individuals can avoid a cause of grief. You know, maybe maybe this didn't happen. You know, maybe I I I don't have to grieve. I don't want to even think about it. Okay, stage four is depression. Um, number four is depression. Sorry, number four is depression. The individual can despair at recognition of their mortality. So I've known number four all too well. Um, I've been depressed for many years over many things, and I have let depression stop me and keep me. They have been placeholders for every event in my life. I never got to grieve over one thing, so I I stayed depressed. So when I was seven, I, I was depressed from then. Then when I was, you know, 16, I was depressed from then. Then when I was older, I was depressed from then. So I never really got over the grief. I never really grieved. I never really grew. So, yeah, depression was a placeholder in my life in my life for everything that was happening. Acceptance. Acceptance is the last stage. That's the stage I'm at now. Um, the last stage, individual, individuals embrace mortality or inevitable future or that of a loved one or other tragic ending. So I've been through so much stuff. All right? That was number five, acceptance. I've been through so much stuff that I never, ever, ever, ever grieved. Now I accepted that those things happened to me. Now I'm thinking, what's the next step for me? Because the pains of my past will not keep me bound. Everything that I have been through will not keep me bound. And I can't let it stop me. Any longer. Uh, ultimately, I realized that even some people um, had to be cut off. Some people had to leave my life. Some people had to take the grand exit. 
with no explanation, and that's fine. Uh, we need to see people and things for what what they are, not what we perceive it to be. You know, we we can't make alternate realities for people. We can't make denial about people. We got to see things for what they are. And that's the part of grief. So if they walk out, you know, now you grieve over the you grieve over them walking out, and then you continue to move on for you. I talked about the five stages of grief. Um, we're gonna start. Uh, when is a time you had to grieve over something, death or any other situation? And I will share. Okay, I will share. Um. Okay, I have many things that I had to grieve over, but I'm going to tell you guys the most recent thing that happened within the last five years that I had to grieve over. Uh, I was 26 when I had my first stroke. Um, I was 26 when I had my first stroke. Um, and I was 27 when I had the second one, but... I had to grieve over the situation of me having a stroke because I couldn't accept it. I was in denial. Excuse me. I was in denial. I couldn't accept it. Um, Because I was only 26. Like, I didn't know that, like, somebody that's only 26 could have a stroke. Like... And now that I've done research, I found younger people. People was born, you know what I'm saying? And since it was babies, they were having strokes. Some people have it as a condition. So, one, I'm grateful, but, um, yeah, I had two strokes, and it left me, I'm not going to say, it left my right side paralyzed. That's the word. It left it paralyzed. I couldn't talk. I couldn't walk. I couldn't move my arm. I would sleep for days in the hospital. I don't know. like, And a lot of things came from that. You know, a lot of things... From that happening, a lot of things grew, but a lot of things grew negatively. But I was in denial a long time. Um, I could, I was angry. I was angry at God first of all because I'm like, okay, why did this happen to me? Not once, but twice. You know, what are you doing? The first one was a mess with my body. The second one, a mess with me mentally. It was so bad, but. Um, I have to grieve, and I'm grieving over. I'm grieving over all my situations, but I'm grieving over that situation since it's so recent. Um, I'm trying to see the beauty of it, and the beauty of it is that I can speak now. That I can talk now, like I can use my arm now, like I can, I can walk everywhere. You know, that's the beauty of it. But in the beginning. I didn't see the beauty in whatever I was going through. 
I didn't see the beauty in my recovery. And I'm still recovering. So I didn't see the beauty in my recovery. I did not see it. I did not want to see it. Um, I'm grieving over the fact that my grandmother passed away. And I've been having nightmares about it since I was a kid. Um, of her passing away. And she passed away and I couldn't even show the emotions I wanted to show. Because of the medication that I was on. I wanted to end my life. I want to end my life. In 2019. And this is before my grandmother even came home. Or even passed away or anything. I want to end my life. Because I didn't, I couldn't see the beauty in what I was going through. So that's in 2019 is when I got put on a medication. If I can be honest with you, I got put on medication because I was severely depressed. I wasn't getting no sleep, and they put me on medication, which left me. Emotionless, like I was, I wouldn't cry. I was, like I was sad and things, and I wouldn't, and I wouldn't express it. Like I couldn't cry, cut of nothing. But what made me realize that I need to get my life together after the strokes and after everything that I've been through. That didn't even make me realize that I need to get my life together. My grandma's passing is what made me realize that I need to get my life together. I'm off the medication. And I have time to grieve. Time to think about life. And I'm giving over what I couldn't do from before. I'm giving over what I should have did. When my grandmother was alive. But I was in such a dark place when she passed. I was in such a dark place when she passed. I thought I wouldn't see my way out. Uh, but that's the beauty of it. I allow myself to feel every emotion that I was feeling. When I finally got off the medication, I allow myself to feel every emotion I was feeling. For months, I couldn't. After I grew up the past, I couldn't even. I wasn't even myself. And it's not until 2021 when we had the party for my grandmother that I, I really initially cried. 
like real life cry like this I can't believe this lady passed away like she was so strong but I had to grieve I had to grieve from me having the strokes my grandmother passing away And me crying over who I was now, who I am now. I had to build myself back up. Oh. I had to build myself back up. From 2018 to now, I am officially a new person. I'm not the same old Toya. The person you knew before is not the same person I am now. How long did it take me to process that I was grieving, that I had to get over, not get over, but cope with what was going on? I can honestly say that it took me from 2018 till now to realize that I had to trust the process and that it is so much beauty in the process. I'm not saying that I don't miss the old me or I don't ever think about the old me or what I used to do. Because I think about it every day and I think that's a part of the process. Um, a part of you coping. You know, you, you learn how to move on with it. But you'll never forget, like what you could, what you used to could do. Um, as far as me, um, my grandmother's passing, um, I think that's something that's kind of hard for me to fully get because I was there the day she passed. I was at home the day she passed. Um, I had so many panic attacks the day. I had a dream before she even passed that day. So it's kind of hard for me to grow through that grief, but I'm growing through it anyway. I'm trusting the process anyway. Um, once that I accepted that, my grandmother actually did go... Um, I started to change how I viewed things. Uh, started to change how I viewed things. So, uh, of course, I miss my grandmother, my grandmother, my G lady, my G ma. Of course, I miss her, but I have to move on in life for me. I know it's certain things that she wouldn't want me to be doing or pursuing. I can't be pursuing those things anymore. And I have to be grateful for where I am right now. I have to be grateful for life right now because I've seen a lot of people, and I'm talking about two different grief, grief, grieving situations. I've seen a lot of people... Um, with my stroke, with the strokes that I've had, 
not come back from where from having the strokes. Then I've seen people stay stuck and to where that to where they lost the person. And I can't stay stuck. And I gotta move on from the strokes. I gotta move on from everything that I've been through. I have to keep living. I have to live. I have to live. A lot of what my grandmother's death taught me and what the strokes taught me is that I have to live now. I have to live now. It told me to take better care of myself. Is it really for everything? I don't think it's... Grieving is not going to be forever. You're going to remember everything that you've been through, but you're going to be able to cope with it. And you're gonna it's going to bother you less and less and less. I don't think it's for everything. For everything. But yes, I do miss my G lady. And uh, I want to continue to rest in peace. Because she... She truly was something. And... She truly was something. Now, to me, grieving for my strokes, from the strokes that happened. Um, one, God has done some miraculous things in my life when it comes to me and grief. Um, it's beauty and grief. Because um, you have the option to heal. And I want to heal from everything I've been through. I want to heal from my strokes. I want to heal from rape. I want to heal from assault. I want to heal from, I want to heal the enemy. I want to heal the adult me. I want to heal the child version me. Because at every stage in my life, it was trauma. And I want to heal from it. I I need to cope and, and, and but I thought I can't get over it. I need to get over it. People I thought I wouldn't get over, I got over. I couldn't get over my strokes, but I did. I thought I couldn't get over my strokes, but I did. I thought I couldn't get over the rape, but I did. I thought I couldn't get over my very first heartbreak from the very first man in my life, but I did. I thought I want to get over all those things, but I did. I thought I want to get over it, but I did. Me and God, God has helped me. God has done some miraculous things in my life. Not when it comes to grief, but when it comes to life. When it comes to life. God has done some amazing things. Some amazing things. Sometimes in grief, and I'm not using grief right now to talk about death of a loved one. I'm using grief to just to to kill our past, death to our past. We have to, sometimes, some things have to die so we can live. 
Sometimes we have to kill the part of us that's toxic in order for us to grow. It have to hit reality. Yeah, this happened to me, so now what? Now what? What's the next step? What am I going to do now? Yeah, I thank God for everything he has brought me through. But we have to be real with ourselves. We've been through, maybe it's just me, but I've been through some horrific things. I have to get over it. Not get over it, but learn how to cope with it. What's the cause of my grief? Many things. I've been a victim of many things. But I won't call myself a victim. I've been a conqueror of many things. But truth be told, I will not lie. Many things I've cried over. But I think that's a part of my grief. The part of the grief. The the part that I had to... It waters the seed of what's to come for my future. If I take the seed, if I take the seed that I planted in the ground and use it in a positive way, some fresh ideas, even it can cause me my grief or trusting my process can cause me to do the podcast. I can be honest about healing. Grief, growth, and healing. Healing is a part of your grief and growth because you have to heal or grieve over whatever you went through so that you can grow. I'm not going to lie. Healing is not beautiful. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Y'all only see the beautiful parts of healing. Y'all see that I can walk now. I can talk now. You know, y'all see all these beautiful parts of healing, but a lot of y'all don't know uh, the grief. Nobody sees the grief part. Nobody sees you you're crying at night. Nobody sees... Your tears. No one is there when you decide to kill yourself. And and I was alone, you know. What I was alone. A lot of the times when you know things would happen to me. I was alone in the hospital, crying and praying. And I was like, look, if I can't speak with my mouth, I'ma lift my hands. I'm going to lift my hand. The hand I could lift. I'm going to lift my hand. And I'm going to listen to, I'm going to still go to church. I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to listen to that. Because that's where I was in that time. I'm a survivor, a conqueror of. Many things, like I've said before. When I was... 
when I was thinking about committing suicide a couple years ago, my little brother, he just had this way of knowing when you're having a bad day or a bad moment. He just knows. And he come in and do something to hug you when he feel it. If it wasn't for that hug, I would have ended it. I would have ended my life because I couldn't see the beauty in what I was going through. I couldn't trust the process. But he has a way of knowing. God has a way of sending people. Has a way of sending people. And I love my little brothers. Like, I love them to death. But he has a way of sending people. And he would come in my room like, oh, hey, Toya, like, you know, can I get a hug? (laughs) Or he would just hug me. (laughs) Lord knows I don't like hugs or things of that nature, but I let him hug me that day. And man, was it like, A sweet hug. A hug that was like, I got you. And his little body. Stays fighting things, but he remains strong. He just, God just knows. Who to send and how to send them. That's why I'm not afraid to do anything for him. So, that's the end to that, uh, to this episode. Um, I'm going to leave y'all with the, um, I'm going to leave y'all with a question That's going to lead into the next episode, which is grief and time, Uh, time and grief. This is a question I want to leave y'all with because I want y'all to really think about this. I want y'all to think about this, not only for me, but for y'all, for you guys. Does time, ready? Does time really heal all wounds? Does time really heal all wounds? And I want to leave y'all with one thing. I've been through a lot of things. But one thing I want to leave y'all with is this. You got to let go of people that are not meant to be in your lives. 
when they walk out, let them go. Don't still be grieving over people while people are living. Again, you got to let go of people. Don't still be grieving over them people that left your life. Don't be grieving over them people while them people are still living. Don't waste your time and years grieving over a person that's still living. At some point in time, the relationship had to sail. No matter what type of relationship it is, it had the ship had to sail. So don't be grieving on people while they're still living. You need to live too. You need to live your life too. You need to be the amazing person you are. The beautiful person you are. Even if you feel like you're not beautiful right now. Look in the mirror. You're very beautiful. Don't grieve over people that's that's living. You got to let them go. This is Toya the Great with two T's. This is Hope to Healing. And I'll see you next week. We're going to talk about time and grief. Again, I'm going to leave you with the question one more time. Does time really heal all wounds? See ya.